Grab your mason jars, strap on that apron. It's time for Canning with the Diva. Making her mark across the globe. Teaching you how to safely preserve delicious recipes. Please welcome your host, Diane Devereaux, the Canning Diva. Hi, everyone. This is Diane Devereaux, the Canning Diva. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really excited to be here. This is going to be uh, a lot of fun. We um, have been together in the past. I want to say, my goodness, it was close to five years ago. I was blessed to be a co-host on a podcast series called the Survival Mom Radio Network. And uh, we had several hosts. I believe there's about 10 or 12 of us. And we talked about all things uh, survival, whether it was homesteading or food preservation, uh, wilderness, survival tips, foraging, you name it. We had a really good group of us moms, if you will, that uh, worked very diligently to spread our passion, spread knowledge around, share various recipes, and just just really uh, you know do our part when it comes to preparedness and being prepared. Um, so, I'm excited to bring back Canning with the Diva because, you know, I've I've been off the radio waves for a little bit and I have uh, been blessed to grow my following on social media and my website. And I I know I've been asked by all of you every, every month uh, for the last few years uh, when I was going to launch another podcast. So here I am, and uh, I'm really happy to have you all tune in. I know it's going to take some time to build this back up, so I highly encourage you to uh, follow me on any platform in which you choose to listen to podcasts. My goal is to obviously touch each and every one of them and then start spreading the word. Um, make sure you're following me on Facebook and Twitter Pinterest, YouTube, you name it. Um, I want to make sure, oh, and Instagram, don't forget Instagram. Um, but I want to make sure that you are, you know, kept in the loop. Um, you can take part in a variety of giveaways. You can learn various tips and tricks. I share new recipes first on social media and of course uh, my blog at canningdiva.com. So uh, definitely join in the fun and um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to make this canning with the diva a rebirth and we're going to have a lot of fun. Okay. So for those of you new to me, uh, you've never met me before, you haven't um, followed me before, and you haven't preserved any of my recipes. Again, I'm Diane Devereaux, the Canning Diva, and I have been canning and preserving for over 25 years. And I've been the Canning Diva. I turned my passion into a business um, for 10 years now. So it's pretty exciting stuff. And uh, a little history about me. I, I grew up in inner city Detroit, and um, my mom was always growing something in the backyard. I mean, we had a postage stamp size yard. I think all of us did <laughs> back then growing up in the D. But, um, you know, she always had something, whether it's tomatoes or broccoli. I mean, there was always fresh vegetables. And then we had a gorgeous cherry tree. So I've been around this um, from the start. But I really um, came into 
the whole um, farming and growing and preserving when we moved to northern Michigan. Uh, I was I celebrated my 13th birthday up there and we literally went from the city to the country <laughs> on a hog farm with over 150 head of hog. We had a two acre garden that we grew for our own consumption. And with that uh, came the art and craft of, of home canning. So I'm very blessed to have this knowledge uh, bestowed upon me since I was a teen. And then, you know, obviously, as I got older and I had kids and started my own garden and um, canning is just, it's been a way of life um, for many, many years. And part of my profession before I became the canning diva um, was actually spent in disaster management. So, you know, I went to school, I have a international business degree, uh, an emphasis in marketing, I also went to culinary school. That was later in life, of course. But, you know, I um, I found my true calling when I started as a project manager in disaster management. You know, back in 2010, when we had that horrible earthquake in Haiti, I spent 12 weeks on the ground in Haiti working as a liaison with a private entity in the States, uh, liaisoned with the UN, um, the ambassador. I mean, you, you name it. I um, I had my hands in a lot of non-governmental organizations and just worked diligently to provide the people of Haiti relief. And then also worked very diligently to provide resources and life support, whether it's food or shelter, to those that were there, you know, doing their good works. So I, I really got a very... Um, bird's eye view of the situation, I learned very, very quickly that all of the life lessons taught to me as a child on how to be prepared, how to how to um, clean, you know, dirty water and make it into drinking water. I mean, things that were shown to me became even far more prevalent in that experience. And I, I think it's honestly that experience that changed me the most and wanted me to um, do something more. Well, that same year we had the BP oil spill, and I spent nine weeks down in Port Fourchon, Louisiana, uh, working the BP oil spill. And again, now I'm stateside, so I'm liaising with, you know, FEMA and various non-government organizations. A lot of contractors, you know, there for cleanup. Um, so a disaster is a disaster, and it's relative, right? So we have an earthquake in one situation, we have a, a crude oil spill in another. Um, I mean, I also, I came back up to Michigan and worked the Enbridge oil spill uh, that was down in Marshall. And then um, I got my visa approved to go to Afghanistan that same year. I think 2010 was just a rough year for the world. Um, they had extreme flooding um, but after being on the road for, well, you figure, I think I was gone 36 weeks out of 52. Um, I had to take a step back and um, I declined going to Afghanistan for a multitude of reasons and um, needed to just be home. As a mom and a wife at that time, I had to really evaluate um, my career path. Now, I know it was unprecedented to have that many disasters, if you will. 
strike in one year. But if I was going to take all that I've learned and teach others how to be prepared, I needed to find a way to do that that kept me home. And that is how the Canning Diva was born. So very proud of that. And what I chose to do, even though my experiences were like, you know, on a such a grand scale, and I'm I'm traveling all over, uh, doing doing various um, supportive measures uh, for those that are in times of need. I, I needed to um, find a way in which to still get this message out to everyone uh, without fear, um, and also recognize that a disaster is relative. It doesn't have to be an earthquake. It doesn't have to be, you know, mass flooding or in, in my case, you know, the, or those of you that are down south, you know, you experienced the, the crude oil spill. Um, all of us who've experienced something in some way, hurricanes, ice storms, you name it, a disaster could also be the loss of employment. Um, you, you or a family or a, a family member or a loved one becoming ill. Um, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, this, this um, national news headline grabbing situation. It could be very, very um, personal. So I wanted to take that approach and started the Canning Diva because I had the knowledge uh, that I actually just, just did, you know, normally in my everyday life. Um, but I got to see what it was like when others weren't prepared. And so um, I, my focus as a whole is food preservation and storage. Okay. I do have that preparedness background so we can throw in some really cool things um, and expand upon, you know, dry storage or long-term storage, um, water, uh, sanitation and preservation. Um, We can kind of get more into that preparedness mode when we, when we, you know, get together for these podcasts or I give presentations, but um, the focus for canning diva isn't just canning. It's also dehydrating, um, freezing methods, dry food storage, um, freeze drying. I mean, there's some cool things that, and, and technology out there today that allows us to now freeze dry in our own home. So the canning diva, yes, we will focus um, on canning. And so my podcast canning with the diva is going to be very heavily, um, canning related and food preservation, but don't think that you're not going to learn other methods of preserving food, especially if you're starting out new to canning or you've canned before and you're just coming back to the craft. So um, we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, Those of you that have followed me before when I was with the Survival Mom Radio Network, um, you guys have a pretty good understanding. So help me spread the word out there and let people know that um, the Canning Diva is going to give a variety of fun recipes, techniques. She's going to walk you through all the cool, fun stuff that you've done before. Um, And yes, I'm not going to lose that uh, preparedness focus. So we're going to have a really well-rounded arsenal of podcasts that you can reflect back upon and utilize whether you're in your kitchen and we're making something at the same time together or you just, um, you know, you've got a long drive ahead of you and you want to learn some cool techniques um, to apply later when you are canning or preserving food. So I look forward to um, being here on a weekly basis. I know we've got some holidays coming up and uh, my next podcast is going to focus on um, Thanksgiving. 
a lot of us um, throughout the globe are experiencing this COVID-19 um, lockdown or uh, social distancing. But I know there's there's quite a few of us that are still going to get together with families. So food becomes a, a big part of this uh, Thanksgiving celebration, especially obviously in the United States. So what happens when you have all the leftovers? Well, I don't know about you, but I love leftovers. So <laughs> I am all about making much larger portions uh, than I don't care if I had two people over or 10 people over. I'm still cooking for an army. <laughs> so um, I'm going to teach you some fun ways to utilize um, those uh, leftovers. Of course, you got to save some to, to eat for a couple days. But if you want to throw them in a jar, I am going to talk about that. Um, I'm also going to give some recipes that are very Thanksgiving-esque. Um, so when we start seeing things uh, at the store on sale, you know, turkeys may go on sale after the holiday. You're going to see a plethora of um, beets. You're going to see cranberries. All of these amazing foods will then go on sale. So we're going to talk about how to, um, you know, save some money grab those items and get them in a jar so that you can enjoy them throughout the winter and, of course, into spring and summer. So anyway, I uh, greatly appreciate you all tuning in. Be sure to um, stay connected, and I look forward to talking with you all next week. Happy canning, everyone. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Canning with the Diva. For tips, recipes, and techniques, please visit us online at canningdiva.com.